authority is making God real in your life. You can visit us online at womanatthewellministries.org. Now sit down with us as we look to the scriptures to learn more about God and to strengthen our daily walk with Jesus Christ. broadcast, Troubled But Not Distressed, as Kim Miller brings us a message out of 2 Corinthians 4, verses 8 through 9, which say, We are troubled on every side, yet not distressed. We are perplexed, but not in despair. Persecuted, but not forsaken. Cast down, but not destroyed. Hello, and thank you for joining us in this broadcast of Woman at the Well Ministries. Our point to ponder today is this. When trouble comes your way, do you look like the world when you react, or do you look like Christ? The Bible says in 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verses 8-9, through 9, that we are troubled on every side. Now the Bible also says that a man born of a woman in a few days full of trouble. We get in this world, and there's trouble. It is the place where the devil is the prince and the power of the air. And he's ruling right now until the Lord comes and says, "Uh uh-uh, no more. But we live in a world where the devil has free reign, and the longer I live, the more I believe he has more and more free reign. And so there's going to be troubles that come our way. And the scriptures are full of accounts where trouble comes our way, but Christ delivers. In fact, Christ is our deliverer. But so often, we don't accept the grace, the mercy, the help, the assistance, the guidance that Christ gives us. And so we find ourselves in a bit of a mess. And we will sometimes allow the devil to defeat us, and we will seem hopeless and in despair. But we have two scriptures today that we're going to look upon that tells us it should not be. The first one is our text in anchor scripture, which is 2 Corinthians 4, 8 through 9. We are troubled on every side, yet not distressed. We are perplexed, but not in despair. Persecuted, but not forsaken. Cast down, but not destroyed. And lest you forget, the Bible says, greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. So though the devil is the prince of the power of the air, he has no victory on me because in Corinthians we are told that thanks be to God which gives us the victory. So why is it as Christians we walk around down and out and kind of just sad when we should be victorious in all things? The world would look at that and say, well, the God you serve hasn't helped you, but I've got news for them. It's not the fault of the God we serve. It's the people who are serving our God. For you see, the three Hebrew children, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, were thrown into the fiery furnace because they wouldn't bend and they would not bow to 
an idol or a man. And so when it came time for them to do that, they chose not to do so. And it made the king so mad that he told the man of the army to heat the furnace up seven more times and throw them in there. And the heat of the furnace was so hot that the army man who sent them into the furnace died just from the heat on the outside. But when the three Hebrew children were tossed into the fiery furnace, the king looks in and I'm sure he felt victorious, but I remember what God says and he proves it over and over. God says, greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. It was the devil who wanted those three Hebrew children thrown into the fiery furnace, but at his best, he's no match for God. And so when the king looked inside the fiery furnace, he said, did I not send three people into the fiery furnace? They said, yes. And he says, but I see four men walking around. And the fourth man is like unto the Son of God. You see, the Lord will never leave us nor forsake us. And the Lord is our hope. I began to look at the words in this scripture of 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verses 8 through 9. And we see that we are troubled. Troubled is to be disturbed the mental calm or contentment or worry or distress or agitated. The Bible says that we're to be anxious for nothing, but in everything with thanksgiving, let our requests be made known unto God. And the peace, what did I say? Not me, but the scriptures, the peace of God shall rule your hearts and mind. You see, where we place our focus has a whole lot to do with whether we are distressed and stressed and worried. So we can be troubled on every side. There can be things that can shake you a little. There's some things that you weren't expecting that can catch you off guard. But for the child of God, we're not going to be distressed. You see, distressed is, is great pain, anxiety or sorrow, physical or mental suffering, great affliction. You see, because as soon as we turn our eyes away from the problem and on to Jesus, what we see is a begin to have a peace well up within us because we know that hope isn't on the way hope is already there just ask old peter about that when he looks out into the of the boat and he sees this amazing storm brewing around him and he sees out there and he's scared and they're afraid but he sees this figure on the water and he says lord if that be you bid me come and the lord says come you see, Peter, like us, didn't even recognize that help wasn't on the way. It was already there. And Peter begins to walk on that water, and he's looking, fixated. His eyes are on Jesus, and no doubt the storms had no effect on him. But suddenly he began to think with his own mind and realize where he was and how it didn't make any sense. And he took his eyes off of Jesus and the miracle of who God is and the grace that he supplies, and he plumped right down. Boom, sunk. But Jesus said, as he looked over him, he picked him up because Peter realized he was in despair, raised his eyes. He said, Lord, save me. And immediately Jesus picked him up, carried him safely to the other side. See, that's why we can be troubled but not distressed because we can recognize there's an issue, but as soon as we can get our eyes off of the issue, and on to Jesus, then the peace will come. The word perplexed means bewildered or puzzled. And we can be puzzled because things doesn't make sense. 
or it comes as a shock. But it says not in despair. The word despair means loss of hope or hopelessness. And I've got news for you. As a Christian, we have hope. Not a hope-so salvation, but a hope that encourages us, that gives us strength, that allows us to know that all is well. For 2 Thessalonians chapter 2 and verse 16, the Bible says, Now our Lord Jesus Christ himself and God, even our Father, which hath loved us, oh, listen to this, which hath loved us and hath given us everlasting consolation and good hope through grace. Then he tells us in 1 Timothy chapter 1 and verse 1, he says to Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ, by the commandment of God our Savior and Lord Jesus Christ, which is our hope. You see, he tells Paul who Jesus is. Jesus is to us the same that he was to Paul. And in 1 Peter chapter 1 and verse 3, he says, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, which according to his abundant mercy hath begotten us unto a lively hope. You see, that's a hope that is working for us. That's a hope that is real. That's a hope that doesn't grow stale. That's a hope that doesn't lose in its strength. It is a hope that works within us, and that is Jesus Christ and his abundant mercy and his grace is in us that we might live eternally for him and that when we have troubles come our way, yes, we notice them, and sometimes they perplex us, but they're not going to get us cast down and make us lose our hope for the world didn't give him to us and the world can't take him away for Jesus Christ is alive and well, and that hope inside of me is alive and well for every day it gains strength and every day it provides me the protection and supplies me what I need for that hope is Jesus Christ and he lives forevermore and he lives in me and he lives in you and the world can't touch that but so often we take our eyes off of him just like Peter and we fall but just like for Peter, his arms are stretched out. And he's asking us to save us. He just wants us to come to him. The Bible says in 1 John 1 and 9 that if we confess our sins, he's faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. That hope I have within me, well, it's not stale and it lives forever. And it's invigorating, and it's, it's energizing. We can be persecuted. We can get harassing, oppressive treatment, especially over our religion or our beliefs. Try being a woman preacher if you don't think that you're not going to hear some harassment. But you didn't call me, and you can't stop me. For I do it for the love of God and his call upon my life. You know, I'm never forsaken. No matter if the whole world doesn't understand. The Bible says he'll never leave me nor forsake me. And I'll never be destroyed. For the Bible says the battle's not mine. And all this assembly shall know that the Lord saveth not by sword and spear. For the battle is the Lord's. And he'll give you into our hands. 
The point to ponder today is when you are in distress, when you are troubled, when things look bad and an unbeliever looks at you, are they left with the thought of my goodness? What do they have that allows them to smile in the midst of trouble? Are they left with the question of how can I get what they have? Or do you just increase their idea that God isn't real? I have a lively hope within me. And I have exactly in me what you have in you if you know Christ as your Savior. And that lively hope will keep me going through good times and bad. My point to ponder is, what does your life show about the lively hope? all for joining us today for this program of Woman at the Well Ministries. We hope that you have been blessed by our program today and we encourage you to share your prayer requests or testimonies or any feedback that you have. And you can visit us online at womanatthewellministries.org where you will find devotions and many additional Bible resources to enhance your daily walk with God. Woman at the Well Ministries is a nonprofit organization dedicated to serving our Heavenly Father, and it is through your loving and generous support that our ministry continues to bless others. If you are interested in partnering with Woman at the Well Ministries, please feel free to email us or write to us at Woman at the Well Ministries, P.O. Box 875, Milton, West Virginia, 25541. We would also like to thank the gospel group Fudge Creek for letting us play their hit song, Happy Girl. We greatly appreciate your thoughts and your prayers, and you are all in our prayers. Remember that God loves you, and you are loved. Have a wonderful and blessed day in the Lord.